the corn. Well, it's time to pass the corn. Of course, we have with us to do this job, this tough job of passing the corn around. He is, uh, well, he's my brother from another mother, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he is all the way up the East Coast for me today. Hopefully not getting some of this weather we're getting down south. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Eric Schernevice. My brother from another mother. Are you ready to pass the corn, my friend? I am. Got a big old bucket of popcorn here, ready to talk some movies. I am ready to pass corn. I hear you. I hear you. Well, also, and I can't remember. Um, I, I think it was Cena. That's what. That's what I was thinking, and I wanted to make sure we did it right here because I don't. I don't want to disappoint anybody. So, uh, also, what just happened? Oh my lanta! It's a. It's a mess around here. Give me a break. I've been doing this all day was that long. that the Miami Vice theme? It was. It was from earlier. Here we go. Coming at you like a hurricane. Coming in your face like it's nobody's business. You can't see him. His time is now. He's been with us before, blowing our minds. Ladies and gentlemen, our friend Ethan. What's up, my friend? Hello, Stephen Harris. Great to see you or hear you again, but how's it going? It's going well, buddy. Going well. Good to have you with us again. It just for, so folks know, Ethan is my 13-year-old nephew who is a huge, huge movie geek and loves a lot of the things that Steve and I do. So I, I'm thrilled to have him on today. Yes, sir. I'm thrilled, too. I, I know some of the stuff... Uh, that we've talked about in the past, we did uh, mashups last year, I believe. On the, on did we do mashups on the uh, on the marathon? No, no, mashups was just a regular uh, geek out loud episode. Okay, well then we did, did... and I still I still want to see Ethan's mashup of Predator meets Planet of the Apes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'll come out soon. No, <laughs> it'll come out soon. Hey, at this rate, you better believe it probably will. <clears throat> um, now, uh, did so? Did we do this last year where we talked about our biggest disappointments of the? No, project? well, yeah, we did. Um, but Ethan was for the Cure Marathon last year. We did. Uh, Ethan was on with Trisha and Kay, and I had the whole list of questions. Oh, that's about right. movies that we yes, went to. Yes, that's right. That was a good time. That was a good time. Yeah. So Ethan's been with us several times. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yes, I think this is my fourth appearance. Oh, well, who's counting? Let's, he's in the four-time club. He's in the four-time club. That makes you uh, almost a, a little, semi-permanent co-host. Wow. A little SNL reference like for Ethan. He's a big SNL fan. Nice. So. Nice. He's in the four-time club with John Goodman. Oh, John Goodman's in like the fifteen-time yeah, club yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yep. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, what we're going to do on this episode is we're looking ahead to the upcoming year. There's a lot of good stuff coming down the pipe to the cinemas this year, and uh, and and I'll tell you, Ares, a lot of what you wrote down in your notes lines up perfectly with me. And, and some stuff I'm looking forward to um, as we as we enter 2017, and 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 some of the TV stuff. Even mm-hmm. I might have some interesting 
announcements to make concerning some of those. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, let's get into this thing, man. Um, Ethan, you well, got... I just bef- before we start here, I just want to say two things. One, mm-hmm. this is I, I broke the list down, kind of going month by month mm-hmm. instead of trying to to rank them. Although as we go through them, there will certainly be movies that. I know I'm looking forward to more than others. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the same will be, be for you and for Ethan. Mm-hmm. And also, I have a January movie to add to this. Okay, great, great, great. And Ethan, do you have a list that you're ready to go with? Uh, Eric told me that I should have some movies just in case he doesn't mention them, so okay. I have a few movies. Great, me too, as do I. So, um, In fairness, Ethan hasn't seen my list. He was uh, a, a late surprise guest yes. today. So, all right, great. He's just going to kind of roll with us as we go through. Well, I am. I'm glad to. Do, well, I'm kind of doing that. Doing the same thing. I'm like I say. I'm bouncing off your list, and I and I just have a couple of to add here and there in a couple of months. But uh, but but by and large, we're lining up pretty closely. So, well, Harrison, I, I know one that you're going to have to add to March. <laughs> uh okay uh, all right so i'm looking the, at one i'm looking at one for march right now and i'm not sure if that's the same thing um that you're thinking but i'll find out as we get there so let's go, start us off with uh with with january what you've got all right the january movie that i have to add is split the yes. uh the new m night Shyamalan movie oh and yeah i'm not i'm not gonna this was a movie that was not on my radar until I was on io9 this morning mm-hmm. and I read their post that revealed the spoiler to the movie and I'm not going to spoil it I highly suggest that people don't read the spoiler but if you want to know what it is just go to io9 and scroll through you'll find out but trust me this is a movie that I think especially listeners to the Geek Out uh, podcast are going to now be interested in mm. And, it's and I, I know right away I texted Ethan's dad, my brother-in-law, and I'm like, did you see what the split spoiler is? He's like, I'm taking the family tonight. Oh, wow. So Ethan's yeah. going to see the movie this evening. Nice. Now, so Ethan, do you know what the split spoiler is? No, I, I search up a lot of spoilers, but I do not want to know what the spoiler for this is. Um. In Entertainment Weekly magazine, it gives away a hint. Okay. I will not say that, yeah. but, yeah. Okay. I, I don't even know that I've seen a, a trailer for this movie. It's uh, it's the movie with James McAvoy where he plays a guy with split personalities. Okay, yes. split personalities. Yes. And he's kidnapped a, a, a few girls, and he's holding them, and the different personalities all interact with the girls. Mm. Um, and the trailer hints that there is one personality is that is the true, like horror mm-hmm. of them all. And that like the others are kind of trying to protect the girls from him a little bit or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of, it looks like that kind of like sort of psychological thriller sort of thing. Um, yeah. But, okay. uh, like it's it, with that, I'm not going to reveal the spoiler, but it's like it's an oh my lanta, and it has huge implications. Awesome. Well, hey, by the way, I, and I just want to throw this in there. We had a $25 donation from our good friend Riley, 
Uh, one of the kids from over at the Star Wars Report. He's not a kid anymore, of course. He's nice. a young man. And then a mystery man has stepped in with a donation of one thousand dollars. Wow! And says, and says, fifteen more when we reach Alderaan. So we are now up to twenty seventy five on the first giving page at geekoutonline.com slash cure and uh, we're almost halfway there now adding in that other 235 so that's huge that's a big deal right there coming out of the splits so to speak so thank you to the mystery man and thank you to everyone who's downloaded that's huge that is such a big deal that's some well, exciting I, stuff i'd just like to throw in a thank you to penguin random house uh we have a corporate matching program um, and so Penguin Random House will match the donation I made later today. It's not going to show up in your your tally right now. It'll okay. happen down the road, but they'll still oh, match fantastic. that. So. Thank you, Penguin Random House. That's great. Fantastic. That's fantastic. Man, that's exciting. Good stuff. I'm really interested to see the split. You know, I do, when you told me what it's about, that did get me, that did jog my memory. And yes, I definitely want to see it, and I don't want to know the spoiler, so... So please, don't tell me. Um, that's that's intriguing, though. I didn't. So, do we think this is kind of is this a, like a full on M Night Shyamalan movie? Yeah. So yes. so class, so like right back to written and directed by. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so do we think this is his going to be his redemption work? It could be. Mm-hmm. It could be, and it could open the door for something bigger. Oh, great. Awesome. Good I've heard deal. that this is his greatest movie since Signs, so I'll take that as a good note, I guess. Okay. Now, how did you feel about Signs, Ethan? Did you... I watched it the other day. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. Yeah. Again, with that twist. Yeah. That's what he's about. So. He is all about that twist. Like He's like Chubby Checker, man, doing the twist. So, Ethan probably doesn't know who Chubby Checker is. Yeah, but he'd know the song. Come no, on, baby. Let's do let's the do twist. The twist. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, let, let's get into February then, uh, Arish. All right. We're leading off February uh, with Lego Batman. Let me, just, yeah. uh, let me just say this before we talk about Lego Batman. Several years ago when they announced they were doing a Lego movie, Count me among the people who were like, this is the dumbest idea ever. And I, I was with you. And then to see what they did with the concept of just here's a Lego movie and, and the, all the stops pulled out and Batman stealing the show when, when he showed up and doing his stuff and um, the way that it just, oh my gosh, tugs at your heartstrings is an understatement at the end it's it became this great movie and this incredible phenomenon to the point that I'm like bring on Lego Batman yeah I agree and the trailers look hysterical I love that they even reference the uh, 60s Batman TV series in it <laughs> um, uh, uh, how do they reference that oh with the da 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 no, no, they actually, like, Alfred is talking to Bruce Wayne, and he's talking about, like, all the 
variations of Batman that he's been, and mm-hmm. they literally show a clip of the 60s Batman. <laughs> oh, I don't think I saw that one. I haven't it's seen in, that one either. It's in, the com- it's in one of the commercials that's airing right now. Oh, I haven't seen that either. This is going to be so and funny. He, he, he says something to the effect of, and the, then there was your weird phase. And they show him like doing the Batuzi or something yes, like that. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Nice. Now, Ethan, you were in. You were definitely smack dab in the middle of the demographic when the first Lego Movie came out. Do you love it? Uh, yeah. I, I used to love Legos. I still like Legos now, but I'm not the biggest fan. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm really excited for Lego Batman movie, and I love the Lego Movie. Well, and I'll tell you, I've gotten confused. This is. It's Lego Batman where Billy D is playing Two-Face, right? Yeah. Okay. Because there's also the 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 next 66 Batman animated that's coming out where uh William Shatner is doing Two-Face. And so I've been getting confused back and forth. I'm like, "Now which one is which?" Um I just think it was a a stroke of genius for them to cast Billy D as Two-Face. Irish well, yeah, because he was Harvey Dent in the, in the, 89. In the original Tim yeah. Burton Batman movie, and we never got to see him as Two-Face. Right, right. So I hope he gets to play around with that a little bit. Now, this other one you've got here, I don't know that I'm on board with it, Irish. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Have you not seen John Wick? I've not seen John Wick. Well, that's why you're not on board for John Wick Chapter 2. Fair enough. Uh, but the first John Wick... I did not see it in the theater. I saw it like later on. I saw it on Netflix or something like that. Mm-hmm. And when I first heard about it, yeah, it's just Keanu Reeves doing an action movie. But it was Keanu Reeves doing an awesome action movie that, like, just it was, you know, just that n- enough of sort of originality to it. And I-, I loved it. I loved all the characters in it. I loved the world in it. Um, and the first one is essentially a guy who, you know, he was like the best sort of hitman around, and then he retired to go live with his wife, and his wife passes away, and he's and and like as her parting gift to him before she dies, she had like cancer or something. She got him a puppy, um, and so these guys basically stole his car and killed his puppy and it like awoke the beast Mm. um it's just him going back to what he does best being the best hitman there is um and it was just it was awesome over a puppy i don't think anybody saw the first movie in theaters i think everyone just saw it on dvd yeah but it built a big following on dvd Mm -hmm. and it does and it didn't cost a lot to make Right. So it was a profitable movie. And it was a profitable movie overseas, um, but now it's got, you know, it's got a following behind it. Where mm-hmm. I think this one is going to do well in the theaters. It's going to be the big, uh, the big standout for him. Okay. It might be. So I should vote. I should. I should vote. I should watch John Wick. You're telling me. You should, and it's probably, you know, it'll probably start showing up if not on the pay cable channels on like. TNT or FX or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it'll start showing all the time before the new one comes out. And so, I'm not that excited for John Wick. Oh wait, continue, Irish. Continue. <laughs> no, no, I, I was done. Oh, okay, I was just going to say that I'm not that excited for John Wick Chapter Two because in the trailer I wasn't the biggest fan of like all that retro themed. Like it had like a 
very electronic themed style format of the trailer, and I didn't really like that. Hmm. Fair enough. I don't think people understand what I meant, but. Well, I'm wondering how retro is retro? Like 90s you're talking about? No, it, it's just like it had kind of like dubstep music in the trailer and stuff. Oh, okay. And like I don't know how to explain it. No, you you I did just, it with dubstep. You you did yeah, it. They you made did. it look like they made it look like more of like an, you know, I just don't know how to explain it. <laughs> Well, uh, I I haven't I haven't watched the trailer because John Wick's just not on my radar, so that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, we hit March, and I'm kind of surprised that two of these movies are happening actually in March. Uh, yeah, so is I because they definitely feel like summer movies. They sure do. Let's start with Train Spotting Two. Um, T two, <laughs> Train Spotting. Um, this is. Train spotting is is really it's one of those uh, tent pole is the wrong word but it's definitely on the Mount Rushmore almost of independent films right yeah and uh, I would say so yeah I mean this one that everyone kind of refers to it's Ewan McGregor before he was Obi Wan um, it's it it's very much in the independent you know if independent films have become a genre this is one of the things that caused the genre of independent films to be what it is was train spotting. So, um, I mean, this is hopefully from what I've seen, going to be a return to that character acting character, heavy, you know, type film. It's pretty much the whole team behind the first train spotting movie is back for this one. Danny Boyle is back to direct it again. Um, Danny Boyle won Oscars for, um, Slumdog Millionaire a few years ago. Mm. Um, he's, you know a huge list of films that he's done post train spotting um very much a i i would call him hollywood a-list director now even though his movies still tend to have kind of an indie vibe to him mm-hmm. but he's a power player now yeah um and look the other thing about train spotting was the soundtrack yes you know yep. uh, when it came out in the kind of the mid 90s mm-hmm. i mean the soundtrack was part of my life for years okay for sure um, well train spotting is the one i've only seen it like one or two times and that's back like in the early days of dvds like late 90s early 2000s um and i watched it because of ewan mcgregor Right. Uh, you know, I knew him from Phantom Menace, and so I'm like, well, they said he got to start in Train Spotting. I want to check this movie out. Actually, his first Danny Boyle movie was Shallow Grave, mm-hmm. um, but tra- which is but train- which is excellent. Yeah, but Train Spotting's like the breakout movie, though, right? Uh, no, I think Shallow Grave put him on the map before Train Spotting. Okay. But Train Spotting definitely was bigger. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, and it's it's uh, you know there there's a bunch of other familiar faces in train spotting as well. Mm-hmm. People have gone on to have uh, pretty decent sized uh, careers. I mean, uh, his name is slipping my mind right now, but he plays um, on Elementary. He's uh, he's Sherlock on on the CBS show Elementary, the main character. He's in Train Spotting. Um, number of other people. Um, and it's a movie, it's, it's about heroin addiction. Mm-hmm. 
They're all heroin junkies. Now, Ethan, I don't, I don't want to talk down to you, but like this seems like it's not quite in your wheelhouse just yet. Well, yeah, I'm just ignoring this topic because I have never seen the first train spotting. So, <laughs> please explain what the first train spotting is about. It, like, uh, like it's, it's about a bunch of guys who are all drug junkies and just like trying to, you know, the little scams that they run and stuff like that. Not quite a movie for you yet. A few right. years down the road. Yeah, it's it's. Right. Yeah. I thought it was about like watching trains. I was like, "What is this movie about?" No. No. <laughs> yeah. So this... let's 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 move on to the next two that are, that are definitely, definitely. more to his wheelhouse. Definitely. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk some Kong Skull Island. Is that a monkey coming out in February? In March. It's coming out in March. Really? Yeah. yeah. Right. Isn't that weird? I didn't. I honestly did not know that. I thought that was like in July. Yeah. Yeah. So did I until I started putting this list together, and then just yesterday, uh, again on io Nine, I saw a post they hit with like, there's like five or six new like commercial trailers that showed up online. Um, they're giving oh. it the big push now for March. What do you think that says maybe about the movie? Is it just that there's so much happening in the summer? It doesn't say anything about the movie. It says everything about the marketplace that we're in now. Right. That there are so many huge tentpole movies that we're getting them. I mean, really, it's starting in February mm-hmm. with uh, with the Lego movie with John Wick, and we didn't talk. We obviously didn't talk about the Fifty Shades Darker movie, which is going to be big. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it really runs now february through december mm-hmm. is the year with you know maybe they take september off for the big tentpole stuff but there's just so many huge movies now that they have to spread them out or they're gonna they're gonna cannibalize each other mm-hmm. yeah that's that's what it's looking like especially as you hit those summer months um so now i've made it kind of clear that i've not really been blown away yeah, because you marketing. don't like giant monkeys. Well, that's not true. <laughs> but now, Ethan, how? What's your what's your thoughts on this situation? I think well, the effects look amazing. Mm-hmm. I think the story is going to be good. If, uh, yeah. Is there is there something legally they can't say King Kong? Have I heard that right? What? I don't what? think so. Well, I've heard I heard someone talking on another podcast at one point that they could not use the full king. They could just say Kong, but they couldn't add King to it. Hmm. Um, is this a Universal movie? Because that Universal, uh, uh, it's legendary. Yeah, this is this is part of Legendary's giant monster universe. Now this right. is going to set up. Kong versus Godzilla. Now, see, I'm I'm front and center for that, sir. And, and you know, we got their Godzilla movie that uh, Gareth that, Edwards um, Gareth Edwards directed mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Now, this is the next stage in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, we're not just getting Kong on this island. There's lots of other giant creatures yeah. on this island, and it kind of sets up. They're building this giant monster universe. Yeah. What is the what is the arrow? Is this a period piece or is this? So they're not doing what they did with King Kong, with Peter Jackson's King Kong. 
No, no. This, I mean, the the trailer makes it look like it's like a Vietnam War movie meets Kong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're flying the Vietnam era helicopters and stuff, but I think it has a more modern day take to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it. Well, it look if they're if they're if it's going to set up Godzilla versus Kong, then yeah. it's in the same time period that Godzilla was in. Right. So modern day. Sure. Well, and I mean, and here's the thing. I'll see this as soon as I can. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, this is yeah. not something that I'm going to avoid. Um, and, and and knowing that this is their giant monster franchise that they're building, I, I mean, bring on King Kong versus Godzilla, for crying out loud. Let's do it. Yes. Just take my money. Now, I'm curious, Air, surely you've watched the old, the original Godzilla versus King Kong. But it's it's been decades since oh. I saw it. I watched it a couple of years ago. Ethan, have you ever watched any of those old Godzilla movies at all? I think I think I watched Godzilla versus King Kong, but I don't remember it. Oh, it's glorious! Ethan, you guys went through a whole Godzilla movie kick a couple of years ago. I, your dad went out and got all those DVDs. Your brother was watching it all the time and was all into Godzilla. You had yeah. Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla and yes, stuff sir. like that. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. You had like you guys had like four or five of them that because of Evan were just in constant rotation for weeks. Man, I let me tell you something. I went through a, uh, I went through a, a, um, a, a Godzilla phase as well a couple of years ago, and I don't know that I've fully come out of it. I, I love those man in a suit movies, man. I really dig them. They get real cheesy at one point. Like to use a wrestling term, like Godzilla becomes a face by about the yeah. third or fourth movie. And it is just hilarious to watch some of the stuff they do with him fighting and everything. Um, well, even in, in Edward's make, he's a face at the end. Yes, that's right. He is. He's the face. You know, yeah. like everybody's cheering for him as he like goes back. As he wait, they all think he's dead. They're taking selfies with him, mm-hmm. and then he wakes up, and people are cheering for him. Yes, because he destroyed their city, but saved their city at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they start playing his music. Glorious. No, I won't <laughs> give in. I won't give in. Oh man. Well, also in March uh, is Logan, the third. I'm really excited for that one. Yes, yes. What do you? What the you, recent trailer? The yeah, I did see the newest one. Yeah. yeah. What are you thinking? Okay. What do you think? What do you thinking, think, Ethan, about Logan? Oh, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be really good. A uh, bittersweet goodbye to Hugh Jackman, and. Uh, I'm not sure if they're gonna have X-23 in the rebooted movies, since uh, it's basically like they're killing all the older X-Men characters. But yeah. Now, I, here's the thing: I am not familiar in the comics with X-23 because I never really read a lot of X-Men and still don't. Um, do you keep up with the comics at all, Ethan? No, I don't read X-Men comics. I just know that X-23 is like the female Wolverine. Yeah, is she supposed That's all I have to Is know. she supposed to be his daughter or a clone or something? Like a clone. Yeah. Eris, do you know? Uh, 
really haven't been keeping up with the X-Men comics, so yeah. no. I'm not I, that familiar with her. I hadn't either. I wonder if bald-headed Rod's in the chat. He'll know. So I don't know. But I'll tell you this. Um, yeah, Doc Zen says she was a clone of Wolverine, I believe. So that worked. Uh, this this looks like, though, it's not going to be... I mean, they're they're kind of in some ways following that Deadpool model where they're like, well, we're just going to go for the violence not maybe not the the crude humor and the vulgarity but definitely an r-rated level violent situation with it's this movie. definitely r because in the, the that yeah. last trailer you know even professor x is dropping f-bombs That's, yeah yeah so um how did you feel ethan about the other two wolverine movies um I don't think I watched the Wolverine. Mm-hmm. The other three, three Wolverine movies. No, wait a minute. You had X-Men Origins Wolverine. And then you had The Wolverine. The Wolverine. Yeah, so two. And then there's Logan. Yeah, and Logan's going to oh, okay. yeah. 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 Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. I was a kid, so I think I, think I liked it. Mm-hmm. But now looking back, apparently it's trash. <laughs> apparently it's trash. <laughs> Compared to, compared to the two Deadpools, last year's Deadpool blows away X-Men Origins Wolverine, so... Yeah, played by the I same really guy, though. Played by the same guy. So, yep. um, I I was... With, with X-Men Origins Wolverine, I'm not so married to the X-Men and Wolverine continuity that it bothered me. That, that movie bothered me that much. I, I recognize that it was subpar while I was watching it, but I'm like, well, it's a superhero movie. I'm digging it. And um and I didn't know at the time that we were gonna get the uh the cameo by Professor X and everything that we get at the end, and I just thought that was kind of cool. And then The yeah. Wolverine, the second one, was actually really good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you get into some of the silver samurai stuff, and and though it's a little bit of a different take than I think what it is in the comics and all, it's just I really liked it, and this just looks like it's taking it to a whole new level. The thing that really worked in the second Wolverine movie for me was him being haunted by Jean Grey's death. Yes, yes, and and his and him being responsible for it. Mm-hmm. And of course, like those those dream sequences that he kept having and mm-hmm. stuff. I just thought that added a fantastic layer to it. Yeah, and of course that all gets... Um, and the action sequences were great. Yeah, sorry. I was going to say, of course, that all got wiped away from Days of Future Past. Yeah, and as you can... I saw this on but, the internet. But no, it oh, didn't. It didn't because he still... Wolverine still has the memories of all of that. That's true. That's true. You know, it was yeah. the other characters that that it got wiped away mm-hmm. from, but Wolverine still remembers that stuff. Yeah. So that when he, because remember, there's that scene at the end of Future Past where he, you know, goes into Charles's office, mm-hmm. and Charles is like, you know, you have a lot to tell me or whatever. Well, I have. We have you a know, lot to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, that just opened a lot of questions for me about the whole X-Men continuity at that point. And I'm like, all right, I may not be involved in this like I used to be. <laughs> well, it was basically Brian Singer coming in and wiping out the horrible Brett Ratner X-Men 3 movie. But, um, okay. And now, now, you know, now Brian Singer is involved in all the X-Men stuff. Yeah. And 
you know, it, it's now all kind of working. And that's what the second Logan movie did was second Wolverine movie worked together with the X-Men movies, mm-hmm. um, but also worked to set up the uh, set up apocalypse because it's got the, the stinger at the end with right. Uh, right. with Charles and Magneto coming to get him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that does happen, doesn't it? I got to watch Apocalypse again. Um, or no, it doesn't set up Apocalypse. It sets up Days of Future Past. Wait, Days of Future Past set up Apocalypse. Right, but uh, the second Wolverine movie set up Days of Future Past. Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. The stinger at the end. Okay. Well, but then, but here's okay. Anyhow, I don't want to turn this into a referendum on yeah, we're getting X-Men all three or anything. Blue, yeah, but this yeah. Logan movie looks fantastic. Yeah. Well, that brings us to April, and I know that this is a series that both of you guys are very... Wait, wait, there, there's a March movie here that oh, I didn't I'm put sorry. on my list that I'm certain is on your yes, list. Yes, I'm sorry. I did forget about this. I have it pulled up somewhere else. Uh, on March 24th, 2017, there's a little movie that's being released uh, called Power Rangers. Is it a... Oh, Power... That's not the one I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Of, right? <laughs> I was thinking of a tale as old as time. Oh, okay. Yeah, Power Rangers, man. Listen, I was not on board with this until they finally released the other trailer. They released a new trailer recently. Oh, and, right. uh, yeah, this week. Yeah, and I I started watching it, and I'm like, okay, you, you have me. When I saw those Zords run, I'm like, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll watch this movie. I don't know that I'll see it in theaters, but it's definitely something that I want to see. I... Power Rangers scratched a weird itch for me like my junior and senior year of high school. No, that sounds weird. Spare with me, everybody. I was a, I was an older teenager, of course, who had uh, forsaken most of my youth. I still had Star Wars posters and stuff on the wall, but, you know, I wasn't, you know, all the stuff. And this was pre-internet. This was pre-everything is released on DVD or to download digitally. And so everything was just lived in my memory. And so when I saw those Zords on the screen, I'm like, well, that's like uh, Voltron. And uh, and so I just would start, I would watch it if it was on. I, I didn't like seek it out necessarily until they started airing on Saturday mornings. And I kind of got into some of the continuity of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Then they branched out and I was done. Um, but, uh, but to see this, I just, you know, I, I don't see any way it could be good. But I also... It's something I won't be able to stay away from. I just know it. So, Ethan, I heard you say with disgust, Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> Ethan, have you seen the new trailer? I watched the first one, but... There is a new trailer that came out this week. Uh, look, I'll check it out. Uh, I'm kind of with you, like Power Rangers, really, but the new trailer actually looked pretty good. Um, I don't know that I'll go see this in the theater, but I, I think I'll certainly watch this at some point, whether it's on cable or on demand yeah. or something like that. Check out the new trailer. For yeah. It. I like the design got of it. Zordon and Alpha looks like he's going to be pretty funny. So and it's got Brian Cranston in it. Yes. Yep. So, but the movie I was thinking of for March for mm-hmm. you, Steve, that I was almost certain was going to be on your list was a movie that is a tale as old as time. Oh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, the yes. live-action Beauty and the Beast with Hermione. Um, you know, I this is one that I hope to see. If, I, if I'm if i able to see it, I really want to be able to get back down to South Georgia and watch it with my niece because we, 
when she was uh, a wee tot, I used to watch Beauty and the Beast with her, the cartoon, and she'd make me watch it with her and, until the Beast was nice. The Beast scared her. And that just kind of became our thing. She knew that if, she, you know, she'd grab the videotape and be like, I want to watch this, you know, and I'd have to sit and watch it with her. And it, and it kind of has become our thing and been our thing for years now. And so as these trailers have come out and everything, we've texted each other and we're really excited. Now she has a daughter who I am absolutely head over heels in love with. And, um, you know, and, and, and so we kind of want to share that moment with her too. And, uh, even though she's too young for it, but you know, you know how we try to force stuff on kids, even though they're too young. And, um, and so, yeah, this is, I've done it with Ethan. That's right. (laughs) This is definitely something that, uh, that I'm looking forward to uh, for sentimental reasons. So yeah, I am looking for that. So we moved to April. I only had one movie on my list for April and it's the movie with, I think the best title of the whole year <laughs> yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna drop out and let you guys talk about this because i know this is on your this is you guys all the way we're, we're, we're talking about fast eight here which the title is the fate of the furious awesome mm. I, I i'm a massive junkie for the fast and furious franchise i cannot wait to see this i just love that every movie they keep adding people to the cast. They're adding Charlize Theron to this one, and she's playing the bad guy in it. Um, the bad yeah, girl. Bad girl. Sorry, apologies. Um, the villain. Um, yeah, just take my money now. I can't wait. <laughs> Ethan, are you into the Fast and Furious movies the way your uncle is? Not the way my uncle is, but yeah, I like them. Yeah. I can honestly say I've only seen the first one, and that's been so long ago. But I saw that. You're missing out, my friend. Well, Wait, you, you've only seen the first one? This is what I just said, yeah. Well, because here's the thing. Those first three really started out more as like a focus on the cars type movie. And, and, and in the culture that I was living in, that's what everyone was focused on. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to sit around and talk about cars and how they're souped up and stuff. And, um, and it really experienced a revival with the fourth one is when you saw that they were turning things around and making something out of it. And then, yeah, but it was the fifth one that exploded. Right. Exactly. So, um, so I just haven't gone back to revisit any of them, you know, and I'm like, well, now it's a 16 hour commitment. This one has an epic prison riot fight scene with the rock in it. (laughs) Oh, and listen! Add Jason Statham. If I if the uh, Rock doesn't if the Rock doesn't rock bottom Jason Statham, then I then there's no need for me to be there. He already did that. He did that in the, in the last one. And did he give him the people's eyebrow? He, I don't know if he gave him the people's eyebrow, but he definitely rock bottomed him okay. to a glass table. All right. Or no? Or was it Statham that rock bottomed the Rock? I don't know. There was you can't. Was I think the rock got rock bottom. What? Yeah, yeah, you I can't. That way got his ass handed to him. Yeah, <laughs> rock bottom the rock through a glass table. Okay, number one, you can't say the rock got his A handed to him. Number two. <laughs> he number, did. Number two. He did, though, but I state them. You can't tell me. You can't tell me that, um, that, that anyone, especially Jason Statham, can uh can rock bottom the rock he 
I'm, I'm pretty sure it happened. But he did. Well, <clears throat> listen, I'm just telling you, I can suspend my disbelief for a lot of things. But I have a hard time believing Jason Statham's going to be able to rock bottom the rock. It works. Okay. It, it worked in this one. And then, and in doing so, he broke the rock's arm. Mm. So then the, the the rock is in a hospital bed. And the end of the movie, he realizes that Dom and the team needs him. So he flexes and breaks the cast on his arm and Shut goes out. Up. And like, yeah, it's awesome. Dude, you are missing out. These movies are so over the top. You, I, I would say this. Just start with Fast Five, which is the first movie that The Rock comes into. You could start with Fast Five and watch Five, Six, and Seven, and you'll be ready for eight. That's crazy. All right. Well, I may. Well, I'll... Um, so this one, and on The Rock's Instagrams, he was teasing, like with behind-the-scenes video and stuff, of this huge prison riot. Mm-hmm. And the videos that he was posting were amazing. It's nice. going to be nuts. Well, I tell you, I know you guys are into it, and I may have to be uh, convinced, but I will, I'll also say this as we get ready to roll out of April into what we're looking forward to around May. Uh, we have now broken the halfway mark officially uh, with uh, a total of uh, $2,520 $2, being raised right now for cure at curechildhoodcancer.org and we thank everyone for doing that if you still need to donate you can do so by heading over to geekoutonline.com slash cure we hope to bust that five thousand dollar mark wide open by the time the um the end is nigh so thank you everyone who's given we've had several anonymous donations wendy cooper has chimed in now with a donation we thank everyone for for donating to, it's amazing to cure yeah I, it's exciting i i didn't know how i didn't know if we'd even make it this far today to be honest with you so super excited about what's going on and and thank everyone for their generosity and their giving um <clears throat> all right we gotta start powering through here yeah let's do this I, it's gonna be easy to power past this one alien covenant in may i think this looks fantastic this looks like a return to the original alien movie with more of a horror vibe Mm -hmm. to it i I saw a great the the trailer that hit around christmas was just like whoa see i I haven't watched that trailer but i saw a great poster um in a theater that was like a motion poster you know they had like this Mm -hmm. they have a screen up that's like a poster sized screen and it just puts these motion posters up and it's just a black screen on it, and all of a sudden, the alien's face kind of just comes into view. Yeah, and you know, like there's like it's suddenly like a light is uh, is is slowly undimming, and it just says underneath, "Run." And I'm like, oh, they, "Okay, I'm there." <laughs> definitely check out check out the trailer for it. Yeah, it's really creepy and scary, and looks awesome. Is this a prequel it, to? alien is this a new thing no this is like follow a follow-up to prometheus okay but whereas prometheus didn't have as much of the alien vibe to it that i think we were all hoping for this Mm -hmm. one has a lot more of the alien vibe to it okay great ethan what did you think of the trailer no i think it looks really real scary uh well really scary and yeah i I'm not the biggest Alien movie fan, but I think I'd check it out. I like horror. 
Have you watched the original Alien movies? Uh, yeah. I did a Halloween Horror Marathon, and that was part of it. Okay, cool. They did the, like, 31 Hall- horror movies in 31 days oh, nice. thing. nice. In October. Nice. There, what, was your, what was your favorite? It was Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? Uh, yeah, the, I think so. The original one? Oh, my gosh. Yep. Yeah, my, my nephews, and even the little one, the eight-year-old, is all into these movies, too. They love their horror movies. That scares I, me. I, I can't watch the trailers for horror yeah, movies. Yeah, that scares they're, me. They're like, doing marathons of them. Yeah, that doesn't make me feel good at all. <laughs> <coughs> also, right, also, May, I mean, come on. Yeah, this is my number one movie of the year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, this next one. It's up there for me. I don't... I, it's... Mm, I, there's... With Thor coming in November, it's it's a close for me. But Thor is in the top five. Yeah, I'm Guard, really Guardians of the Galaxy two. Really looking forward uh, to Guardians Volume two. If I could only see one movie this year, with hands down, it's that one. Yeah, oh, that'd be hard because we got Episode <laughs> eight coming in December. Um, <laughs> and my loyalty to Star Wars knows no bounds. Um, yeah, I. I I'm looking so we've talked about it you and I have and Ethan Guardians 2 what are you thinking buddy listen I'm not I love Guardians of the Galaxy I'm clearly not as big as the fans as you guys are uh, I think I'd rather see Justice League or Episode 8 you'll probably talk about those later mm-hmm. but yeah I'm really excited Baby Groot looks awesome and yeah <laughs> I thought you were about to hurt our feelings because you're like look this is a stupid thing that I'm totally not into. No. You guys need to grow up. <laughs> well, Ethan and his dad have been trying to figure out what the soundtrack is going to be for mm. basically for a year now. Yeah. Well, we've got the, the one. Yeah, the sweet, the the sweet, sweet song. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so this I, look, I I'm just saying, bring it on now. Just give it to me now. I cannot wait. I think it's going to be fun. It's the same crew that made the first one. Um, you know, they're not, apparently they're not as beholden to the whole Infinity Stone thing as they were. And so they're going to be able to kind of have an, have just an adventure with just them. And I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm really looking forward to this. Yep. Then we get to June. Can we go ahead and talk about The Mummy? Because I'm not excited about it. Yeah. I, Either. The one... The thing that I'm curious about, because The Mummy is, here's another, we're building our cinematic universe thing. The Mummy is kickstarting Universal's attempt at their monster movie universe. It was was and, the Dracula movie not the kickstart for that? It, 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 they kind of hinted that it would be, but it tanked so bad that I think they just completely abandoned it, okay. and now they're restarting it. The thing that intrigues me here is, I mean, one, it's Tom Cruise, and listeners uh, for Pass the Corn know that I like Tom Cruise. That's right. But it's Russell Crowe playing Dr. Jekyll, and not just playing Dr. Jekyll, but he's playing him as sort of the um, the Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury, head of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of thing. Dr. Jekyll is the, the head of this sort of we fight paranormal activity kind of agency. Mm-hmm. 
And so that's sort of going to be the through line, I think, that connects to the other movies. Yeah. And so I'm just I'm curious what they're going to do with this, mm-hmm. how, how they're going to make this work, how they're going to build this universe. That's why I put the mummy on the yeah. list. I mean, you know, that in the whole we need to have a discussion at some point, Eric, about the whole rush to build universes. Yes, um, you know, because it's what everybody's trying yeah, to do. And, yeah, and I mean, that's almost become a problem. But um, I need to back up really quickly back to Guardians because in the chat, Shaz Bazaar says, Baby Groot. Is, uh, DJ Shazzy Shaz. That's right. It says, Baby Groot equals when a log has a child. <laughs> when a log has a child? Yeah, from the Seagull song. The other day I oh. turned over a log and there was a stick there. And I was like... That log had a child. <laughs> I haven't embraced the seagulls song the way you guys oh, have. Oh, man. So. You need to. Ethan, um, have you seen the seagulls song? Is it like a song? It's the bad lip reading. The Yoda, the Empire Strikes Back bad lip reading. Oh, no. Ethan, you, uh, you must, when we're through here, go to YouTube.com. Type in bad lip reading. Seagulls, stop it now. And just watch and enjoy. Uh, uh, trust right. Ethan. I think this will be right up your alley. You and Andrew and Evan will all be cracking jokes about this for the rest of the year. Rocking, okay. rocking, and rolling. All right. Also in June, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Get us out from under. Wonder Woman. I'm holding out hope that this will be the first DC movie that I love. As am I. As am I. It it looks promising. I think the visuals are really good. Uh, what what I've seen in the trailer. I am less and less sold on that Wonder Woman music though that Hans Zimmer put together. That I, I like the Wonder Woman music. Eh, we'll see. Yeah, I, mean, I like it too. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too married in my mind to Linda Carter in that situation. My only problem is. Wonder Woman does not have the greatest villains, and I am un and I hope this movie has a decent villain, because right now it looks like the villain's that lady with the weird mask, mm. and she hasn't sold me. Okay. Well, it's also I mean, isn't the villain also War? Yeah, Ares, the god of war. Yeah. He's in it. I believe so. Yeah. I mean, the cool thing All that right. Wonder Woman has going for her is that. Like she, like they work a lot of the. Don't they work a lot of like the Greek gods and creatures mm-hmm. and myths and stuff like that into into it? Yeah. So she can fight like giant like Greek, you know, beasts and things. I don't know. I think there's potential here, but yeah, she doesn't have the rogues gallery that like Batman has or right. like the Flash has. Right. Right. Yeah, that's uh, that that's. Yeah, her rogues gallery is lacking. I mean, like, when I think of Wonder Woman's rogues, I immediately just go Cheetah, and that's it. Cheetah is yeah. the first one that comes to mind. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Also in June, and Ethan, I'm really, I'm interested to hear you talk. We've talked a little bit about this on Rebel Yell, Erish, but uh, I'm really interested to hear what you have to say about this, Ethan. Cars 3. Obviously, Cars 2, terrible. Oh. So yes. I have tons of hope for Cars 3. I love, I love Pixar except for Cars 2. And Monster, the sequels are not the greatest, except for Toy Story. Mm-hmm. So I hope that Cars 3 is good. It looks like they're approaching it with like a 
Lightning McQueen is old for his age, which he is, and he needs to get back on top. And, yeah, I'm yeah. all for it. I-, I said the other night, I think this is going to be the Rocky Balboa of cars. Yeah. Yeah. And, Eric, I know you're looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, Cars 1 is probably in the top three Pixar movies for me. Mm-hmm. Cars 2 is the worst Pixar movie. Okay. Um, so it's this weird yin, yin and yang thing, but I'm really hopeful for this. The first trailer looked amazing. The animation style in it looked amazing. It looked, it looked less like a Pixar movie and more like... You know, um, like, you know, a NASCAR video game for PS4 or, you know, mm-hmm. Xbox One or yeah. something like that. That level of realism to it. Yeah. The, you know, then the, the actual trailer we saw, it looked a little bit more like what we'd come to expect from cars mm-hmm. in terms of the animation style. But I like this idea that Lightning is the aging car and there's a new young, uh, kind of young guy it's it sort of reminds me a little bit of days of thunder mm-hmm. you know with tom cruise is losing it and they bring in the the young guy uh i believe it was was it carrie elways um the young driver to kind of take his spot yes um yes also the uh the sylvester stallone movie where mm-hmm. he played the the formula one driver had that same thing um so i'm 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 really excited for it yeah and notice in this new trailer, no signs of Mater. So that's a good sign. Hey. Oh, I love Mater. Hey, now. You ruined Cars 2. Yeah, but that doesn't make him... I think, I think everything ruined Cars 2. I, th- I don't think you can blame it on Mater. Yeah, be nice to I Mater. I don't like Mater. Hey, now. Come on. Get her done. I don't like <laughs> Come on. I don't like Mater. I'm sorry. Come on. I like Mater. Um, well, there's one, there's one more in June that I'm really looking forward to and it's coming out on June 20. Care Bears? Mm-mm, no. Is there a Care Bears movie coming in June? No, no. I uh, hope not. June 23rd of this year, Transformers The Last Night. Uh. And, uh, and I know that, uh, that that's not on everyone's, uh, big looking to list. Um, I think that this is I have a theory that this is Hasbro's way of trying to get their whole cinematic universe launched. Um, based on, I mean, we're jumping around to some different time periods, apparently. Um, there's some war stuff. There's some stuff that's happening in Camelot, which is taken right out of Decepticon and King Arthur's Court, an episode of Transformers. It's been, I've been kind of re-watching the Transformers, and it's really interesting how much they actually take directly from the Transformers in some of these movies. So what they take from some of the Wait, old which shows. You're rewatching the Transformers movies the car- or the Transformers cartoon? The cartoon series and the movies. I rewatched okay. the movies the other day, too, right. uh, or the other week. And uh, in the there's like a scene in Dark of the Moon where Megatron goes in, to the Lincoln Memorial and smashes the Abraham Lincoln um, part right. of the, and sits down in the seat. Right out of the Transformers cartoon, at one point, Megatron moves Abraham Lincoln and sits down in the seat. Um, little things here and there like that. And But I like these movies, and I even like um, the last Transformers, Age of Extinction. Uh, I, I love John Goodman in that movie especially, and I like the way they went. The human actors were all pretty good. 
and I just, I'm like, give me more Optimus Prime on screen. And the fact that Optimus Prime is attacking Bumblebee, what's up with that? You've got my money because I need to see what's going on and what's wrong with my Optimus. Uh, all right. I mean, we could do a whole show on our different takes on Transformers. Yeah. I, I love the Transformers in general. I'm not a fan of the movies. Mm-hmm. The first one was okay. The second one, yeah. The third, Age of Extinction, I just thought was a steaming pile. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is just technically a bad movie. There is stuff that is happening in that movie that comes out of nowhere. There is a fight scene where like, the Transformers literally pop in and out depending on where the shot is. And right. they just show up. At, it's just poorly put together. Um, and then all of a sudden, the end of the movie comes, and Optimus Prime like rockets off into space. Yeah. What? Yeah. He's where going, did that come from? He's, yeah, he's going to find his creators. It just, it, it, I was just like, are you kidding me? I think we found a Transformer. Um, and then this trailer for the new one, I had no idea what was going on in this. I couldn't make sense of anything. Right? Why? Yes. But that's not a good thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> not coming after Age of Extinction where, like I said, they just, like, things just happened without no buildup to it. Yeah. Wh- uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, and, and yes, I do believe this is building the Hasbro universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, at which I think, what, ROM Space Knight and, like, Micronauts or something like that? Yeah, G.I. Joe. I don't know that G.I. Joe is part of this, though. Well, see, I don't I know. Thought I, read, I thought I read something where G.I. Joe is not part of this. Yeah, but I think they're planting the seeds. There's a whole war, like, World War II situation. They're planting the seeds to the universe, but uh, there's not all of the properties are necessarily involved and right. i think gi joe was one of the properties that wasn't okay i think mask might be involved in it now if that's the case i'm fine i'm fine with that i'm down like a clown trolley yeah, if they're gonna bring the mobile armored strike command into this then i'm interested mm-hmm. in seeing it nice um you know it's just transformers and gi joe have gone together like peanut butter and jelly for years though even in yeah, the old even, even in the old series you had Cobra Commander show up in an episode. Um, Transformers? Yeah. Yeah, the old cartoon series, yeah. 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 I mean, just last year at the Hasbro booth at San Diego Comic-Con, they were selling like a $100 huge giant Transformers G.I. Joe mm-hmm. mashup toy set. They so, had like a hiss tank that like transformed oh, wow. into a transformer or something like well, that. Well, this is a uh, here's something just uh, this is kind of hot news. Um, January 18th uh, slash film, so just a couple of days ago, GI Joe three was almost going to be a Transformers crossover. Um, it says the GI Joe franchise makes money, but doesn't make Michael Bay money. While well, we'll see Transformers number five this summer, will continue wait for GI Joe three, which may have been delayed due to scheduling. Director DJ Caruso was attached to direct film. He moved on to make Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Um, and so when he was developing the film, he had it end with G.I. Joe and the Transformers Universe meeting. Mm. Uh, but they're not ready to do Transformers meets G.I. Joe yet. Um, that's exactly what they should do, but they're not ready to do that because, in fact, the script he was developing, this is from Caruso, 
Uh, the script I was developing, the two worlds sort of collide at the end. When they read it, they were like, we're not ready to do this yet. And they'll eventually collide those two worlds, and it's probably when Mr. Bay decides he's done with Transformers. So, right. um, so there you go. But I think this is supposed to be his last one, Michael Bay. Of course, he said that before. I thought that this was like the second part of a trilogy. Because I thought, I thought Age of Extinction was, you know, the Marky Mark one was mm-hmm. the first part of a trilogy. Hmm. I thought, but yeah, I mean, we thought Bay was done with this like two movies ago. Yeah, I'd originally heard that four was definitely his last one, so I was surprised when he came back for five. But anyhow, uh, moving on then, we'll just move on from that uh, and hit July, ladies and gentlemen. What is Valeria and the City of a Thousand Planets? It is Luke Besson's new movie. Okay. Um, I uh, directed uh, the Fifth Element. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Valeria and the City of Planets, I believe, is a, a French comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely has... I, I'm, I'm intrigued by this because it it looks like it's something different. It mm-hmm. looks like it's something different in the space opera kind of realm. Yeah. Um, you know, I was hoping uh, a few years ago that the, the Wachowskis... Um, movie with Channing Tatum and it was gonna you know be like the next kind of Guardians of the Galaxy or Star Wars kind mm-hmm. of big awesome space opera fantasy and it wasn't it was garbage yeah um, this is my next hope for something new in that sort of genre because mm-hmm. it's a genre that we really have very few movies in um, and it just because I loved Fifth Element so much and the professional and stuff like that, that, you know, I'm hoping that this is going to work out for him mm-hmm. and it's going to so be a great like movie. A, so is it like a space action movie? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm sorry. I got distracted by something I just saw here and, and we'll have to talk about it when we get there. There's a couple of things I didn't realize were happening. Um, so yeah, I think now that you tell me about this, I think I do remember hearing some other people talk about it. I just wasn't I'm not familiar, super familiar with it, but when We haven't seen a trailer for it yet, mm-hmm. but there's been like some photos. Yeah. You know. Well, when you said released. the French the French comic book thing is what made me think I yeah, I've heard I, bl- I've heard I know it's about based this. on a comic and yeah. I believe it might be a French yeah. comic. That sounds right. Uh what is Dunkirk? Dunkirk is um, it's a movie set during World War One. It tells a story of uh, I believe it's called the Battle of Dunkirk mm-hmm. in England. It's um, I'm sorry, his name is slipping my mind. He directed the the Batman trilogy. And, Christopher um, Nolan. Christopher Nolan. There you go, movie. Ethan. Thank you, Ethan. And I am not You're a welcome. Christopher Nolan fan. I, I don't drink the Kool-Aid when it comes to this guy. I, I think his greatest gift as a director is making you think the movie you just saw was better than it was. <laughs> I, can't, uh, I can't disagree with that. I cannot disagree um, with that at all. The trailer for Dunkirk is amazing, mm-hmm. and I love stories of World War One, World War Two, and this one has me intrigued. Hmm. Um... I don't know much about it. Ethan, chime in if you've got anything to say about anything as we roll along. Don't don't be afraid to interrupt and chime in, buddy. Um, All right. 
Yeah, the, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking that much because these past few movies you guys were mentioning, I have no information of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me either on some of them. Yeah. Uh, I know The Dark Tower is based on the Stephen King series. I thought they were going to do this as a television series. They're launching it with the movie, and then the hope is it's going to be movie. Because the, the Dark Tower series, I, I, I haven't read it. Maybe some folks that are part of your book club or whatever can chime in on the chat or this. But isn't The Dark Tower uh, story a number of books? Yeah, it's a series. Or, yeah. 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 So I think what they hope to do with this is launch it with this movie, which stars Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey, mm-hmm. and then from the movie spin off and tell part of the story uh, as a TV series, come back and do another movie, more TV series, a movie here. I think they're looking to turn this into like a big kind of media event over different platforms. Mm. Well, I, uh, I yeah. I, I know that Matthew McConaughey skipped out on being in Guardians of the Galaxy, I think. Yes. Uh, to do The Dark Tower. So this is interesting. A TV series will be an offshoot of the movies. This is, I don't want to say it's something that's never been done before. I guess that has been done before, but it, it feels fresh. It feels like a fresh idea with everything that we've seen hit TV and everything. Well, um, and this is also the Dark Tower has been in development for yes, ages. Yes, you know yeah. they have been trying to turn this into a movie for years and years and years and years, and finally getting around to it here. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, look, Idris Elba and McConaughey are reason enough for me to go see this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm intrigued by it for sure, for for sure. Um, but now, Ethan, I want to get into some things you and I both know about a little bit more. Let's start with War for the Planet of the Apes, buddy. Finally. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I didn't know those movies you guys were talking about. That well, I tell you what. If, I'll tell you this, Ethan. If you want to be a podcaster one day, you've got to learn to talk about stuff that you have no idea what you're talking about, like you know what you're talking about. Ethan, I think everything else we're talking about here, you're is right up your alley mm-hmm. and you'll know about so yes Got sir it. i know you're basically planet- basically you just ate your vegetables and now it's the meat and dessert that's right i, I know that yeah. you're i know that you know about the planet of the apes buddy yep war uh, war for the planet trailer, of the apes yeah go ahead i just thought the first trailer was amazing uh great effects as always that scene with like all those army guys like flying down in the village on the ropes through the rainfall. I thought that was a great shot. Uh, yeah, looks like looks like there's a kid riding on the back of a monkey now mm. on the horse. It's just Yeah. Amazing. Do um I think that Do you guys think that we're ever gonna get full on Planet of the Apes with this series? Well, I think that that's what this is leading to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of weird because the original Planet of the Apes movies, we started with the Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Right. And then as they made sequels, then they kind of went back and told the, 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 the prequel stories. Right. Whereas this one, they started at the very beginning. And, you know, theoretically, this should end with just the full out Planet of the Apes. Right. That's gonna take a that's gonna take a long time to do because technically, wait, 
the apes own like escaped in that one area in the city, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're only in the redwood forest, I believe. Like, if they're gonna take over the entire world or like go to different continents, that's gonna take at least like three more movies. <laughs> but now, in the last one, hadn't they done more than just the redwood forest at that point? That wasn't that just kind of their home base? I don't think no. I think it was still just just them. And the, there were more of them. They mm-hmm. were. You know, they were marrying off and they were having children and stuff, so there were definitely more apes. But I think that it was still just, we only saw that one village, yeah. Caesar's village. Right, right. But in fairness, in the Planet of the Apes movie, we only saw that one village too. We don't know that they necessarily were all over the entire planet. In the original yeah. planet? Are you talking about the original Charlton Heston? In the, in the original Chuck Heston one you know we just saw the one village of the apes yeah but they blew up the statue of liberty the apes didn't do that the humans right i know dang you all to heck but But, i mean we don't know that there were talking apes over occupying the entire planet earth maybe not saw that one village that's true that's true um so that's war for planet of the apes i'll i'll I think I've caught all of these so far just on video afterwards. Not that I don't like them. They just, Well, there's you know. just been the two yeah. in the new series. Right. I've just And I don't think I've seen either one of them in the theater. I've, I've always caught them afterwards. Right. Um, uh, and then in July, I got to tell you something. A, a movie that I didn't think I'd be that excited for, but I, I am. After Civil War and, you know, after the trailer we've seen, Spider-Man Homecoming, I am... I'm down like a clown, Charlie Brown. <laughs> Ethan, are you with me on Spider-Man? Uh, out of the three Marvel movies, I think this is Guardians, Thor, and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man is the last I want to see, which isn't really saying much because it, their Marvel movies are awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's gonna. Uh, I think it's going to look really good. I like the theme of Peter Parker. I like that they're going to explore his high school life, which Mm -hmm. they don't explore a lot in the other movies. Yep. And, uh, yeah, you got Vulture, apparently Shocker in the movie. And, yeah. Is Shocker in the movie? I'm pretty sure. That's the first... Breaking news for me, man. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that I didn't realize that. That's exciting to me. Is he going to be wearing his mattress yes. suit? I wonder. Uh, it looked like it looked like he had the same suit on. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't think I saw him wearing a mask. I oh, I have seen this picture. Yeah, man. I I can't. I don't know why I forgot about this. I have seen this picture. Um, he wearing a mask. Yes. Oh, well, I see there's a picture of him um, working on his stuff, but then I saw another picture. Maybe that was, you know, considered a fake. Um, But, yeah, he's not wearing a mask here, but I saw one with with a mask that may have ended up being a fake. But, uh, yeah, the Shocker is one of those fun little villains that, you know, just kind of pop up from time to time on uh on in spider-man and he's never a 
I think that's why they had the like laser guns in the trailer. I think that's what those okay. tied to. Yeah. And he's never like a super big deal. You know, I mean, he's hard to fight, but like Spider-Man can usually, he always leads to something else is how it ends up. Yeah, I'm seeing a picture of some dude walking down the steps. He's got the yellow sleeves and a mask on. Um, yeah, it, that's the photo. Yeah. That's a good and outfit. Also, uh, when Tony Stark was confronting, when Tony Stark was confronting Peter Parker in the limo or whatever his car was, you notice that Tony Stark had his black eye from the airport battle. Yes. So that scene probably didn't take long after battle at the airport. Mm-hmm. I, I love the moment where he le- he goes to open the door <laughs> and Peter hugs him. Yeah. And he's like, I wasn't going in for a hug. I'm, I'm opening the door for you to get out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm looking. Eris, are you looking forward to this at all? It's on my list. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I just uh, I, I loved it that they were able to work out the deal so that the the Marvel guys would be helping to develop the Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I would hope that Fox would try and do the same thing with Fantastic Four and some of the other properties out there because it's what the fans want to see. We want to see all of our Marvel characters yeah. interacting with each other. We want them all in the same cinematic universe. For sure. And more, most importantly, we want to see really good stories told with these characters. Yep. And I think that that's what we're going to get here. Peter Parker, as Ethan said, back in high school again, that's the story that we want to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and him just dealing with all of this. Yeah. And with Tony Stark as his mentor, I think that's a brilliant idea. Uh, and hopefully Michael Keaton just has a blast playing the vulture and just choose the scenery every chance he gets. So. Mm-hmm. Bring it on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, I perused August and September, didn't see anything that really caught my eye, and Eris, I see you didn't either. Yeah. Ethan, you got Can any? I mention something? Yeah. Uh, this one was on my list. You guys don't, probably don't want to see it, but I like horror. Uh, reboot of Stephen King's It coming out in September. Okay. I'm excited about that. All right, cool. Cool. I, I can't. Gonna I, be I, I, so, sorry, what was that, Ethan? Go ahead. You know how in the TV, uh, you know how in the TV one where it was childhood and adulthood, they're going to be two different movies. The, this one will be the child children, and then it'll part two will be later with the adults. Oh, cool! Ah, so they're breaking it up. Well, I, yeah, you know I'm not going to go see this. I can't even look at a picture of Pennywise the clown. It just freaks <laughs> me out. So nice. Yeah, that that's not on my radar either, buddy. But I'm glad I'm glad that you like scary crap. Um, well, we get into October, and Eris, you've got Blade Runner twenty forty nine down. Uh, I've been very open and honest. I've seen Blade Runner one time way back in the late nineties, and I barely remember it. Like, I, I guess I need to revisit the movie. I don't think I've ever seen Blade Runner. Eris, wow. <laughs> um. I, I love Blade Runner. Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, it was groundbreaking at the time it came out for the effects and stuff. Um, I'm just I'm excited to see what we're gonna. And look, it's it's Harrison Ford coming back to another character that a lot of us loved him as. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm uh, I would say it's on my list more because I'm curious about it than anything. Yeah, 
Okay. Um, so, and, and I, Ethan, I would suggest that you try and watch Blade Runner when you have a chance. And Steve, I would suggest you go back and revisit it. It's which, still a movie. It's a movie that holds up really well. Yeah. Which version? There's like 5,000. You know what? I, I've never taken... <coughs> I, I, honestly, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I, I'm not even aware of what the different versions are. Yeah. I think one has a narration and the other doesn't. I'm not sure. I mean, it's become a daunting thing to try to approach Blade Runner because of all I the guess, versions that yeah. have been released. I hadn't thought of that. Um, I want to hit a couple of things real quick that are in October. And one thing that kind of caught me by surprise that I didn't realize was happening. Uh, first off, Kingsman, the Kingsman sequel. Uh, the Golden Circle. That that first movie was pretty good. Did you guys see that? No, I need a lot of. I have to watch a lot of movies. Yeah, it's a pretty good little action spy flick. It was, yeah, I, I thought it was okay. It's serviceable. Um, and then uh, uh, Ethan, on I, I, there's a couple of horror movies here, and I just want you to say thumbs up, thumbs down for for whether or not you'll you'll see them or not. Friday the Thirteenth reboot, which I didn't know was happening. DVD. Okay. Insidious Insidious Chapter 4. Uh, thumbs down. Okay. Uh, Saw Legacy. Thumbs down. Oh. I, 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 don't, I like horror. I don't like being disturbed with all the gruesome things. Okay. Cool. Um, and then there's one that I didn't realize was happening, guys. Cloverfield 2017? Really? Yes. Yeah. Um, that that's not the actual title. It's kind of a working title for yeah. it. Um, it, it. It's another movie that they're developing that may or may not be in the Cloverfield universe. Well, it's uh, I, I finally got to see Ten Cloverfield Lane the other day, and what'd you think? I really liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so did I. Right, right down to the end, it's like, oh man, what's happening here? And like, you get really confused, and then. Next thing you know, I, I, it was just like when, quite frankly, the way that something just kind of came out of nowhere, I'm like, what in the world? What is that? You know, and it's just, I was like, how? And, and then I was worried that everyone was going to die. And then, it, but anyhow, yeah, I, I, I suggest it. And this is something that if it's in that Cloverfield universe, I'm really interested to see because yeah. I'm wondering if there's like an end game for all of it to kind of come together if that makes sense you know like is there a way or it's just it's jj abrams building his own little universe right right like anthologies or whatever but um yeah i mean they can just keep taking these kind of ideas and because i think that's kind of how 10 cloverfield lane came about was it started as one thing and then they were like you know what we could kind of turn this into a cloverfield thing Mm -hmm. yeah it's well, kind of like they used to do with the Die Hard movies, right? You know, right. Or, and the other Siege movies would be like, "Oh, well, we can take this and turn it into a new Die Hard movie. We just got to get Bruce Willis in it." Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. So we get to November Justice League. We've talked about before. We hadn't talked with you about it though, Ethan. What you're looking forward? You said to Justice League. Yeah. Uh, top three. Yeah, I clarify it as top three mm-hmm. in 2017. I really hope it's good. It seems like they're focusing on the characters a lot in this movie. And the only problem is I hope they do not mess up Steppenwolf because he's not a well-known villain, so I hope they don't like 
You don't want him to take too You don't want to take too many liberties with him. Yeah, I I like villains. I like a movie with a good villain. So same with Wonder Woman. Have a good villain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I uh, based on what we've seen, it looks like this is going to be a little bit. You know, it's going to be a step up. I know that you enjoyed Batman v Superman, Ethan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, you did. You liked it when you first saw it. When I first saw it. Now looking back, if it's on HBO, I, I I'd ignore it. Sadly. Hmm. Huh. That's interesting. Um. But, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm I'm just hoping they get Superman's return right. With it is my big thing, and and see where we go from there. Um, and this may be my most anticipated superhero movie of the year is Thor Ragnarok, Irish. It's very, it's very up there. I mean, it's probably just a notch under Guardians mm-hmm. for me. The more I hear about Thor Ragnarok, the more excited I get. For yeah, it. it's, uh, it's, it's really it. I number one, I like both Thor movies. I know that the Dark World, a lot of people didn't enjoy because you know one of the reasons being the villain and everything. But I thought the stuff yeah. with Thor and Loki was great, and and I and I've said it a million times. I'm a sucker for the moment when the music swells and the hero finally comes out in the end, and and so uh, Thor: The Dark World did everything it needed to do for me. Ragnarok, I mean, hello, it's going to have the Hulk in it, and I'm a I'm a mark for the Hulk, Ethan. And apparently, Doctor Strange. Yes, sir. You've seen Doctor Strange. Yes, sir. And I'm, it sounds like we're getting a little bit of the Planet Hulk story in this yep. too yeah well i mean he's got his armor straight out of the planet hulk storyline yep so um and then we hit december and Eris, you have pitch perfect three i love the pitch perfect movies mm-hmm. i'm just i'm a sucker for them yeah so uh bring this on i'm yeah. all for Wasn't it the end of pitch perfect two like when all the girls left the one alone yeah, so I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like, well, where are they going to go with this now? Because they've all left college, but mm-hmm. maybe is Anna Kendrick maybe they, and like the original cast going to be in it? Anna Kendrick and uh, Fat Amy are both in this. Uh, all right. Are the Pitch Perfects going to turn into police academies? Uh, I, my guess. Look, if they keep making money, yes. Mm-hmm. Um. But my guess is that this will probably be the last one with Anna Kendrick, mm-hmm. Anna Kendrick in it, because I, I think it's just getting, you know, how do how do you keep bringing these these people back? They're right. out of college right. now. Yeah, um, they won the keep, world championship. Yeah, I mean, spoiler what, alert. <laughs> have you not seen the second one? No, I'm just being stupid. So. But you're always win, Steve. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, I, I listen and understand. Police Academy, to compare something to Police Academy, is not an insult to me. Um, I love the Police Academy movies. I am pro Police Academy, so do not do not take that as a slight to, to that. Um. And then, of course, in December, Episode 8. Star Wars Episode 8, the yet untitled, we'll know in April. Until we get a title, I'm just calling it Episode Ocho. Episode 8. Ocho? The first, the first Order Episode Strikes... Episode Ocho. Yeah, Spanish for 8. Yeah, the, <laughs> the First Order Strikes Back. 
Uh, so yeah, we'll get. It's an un, as a as of yet untitled uh, movie. We'll know in April. Uh, Ethan, last time la- earlier in the year, we talked about one of my bigger disappointments from last year or from 2015 rather was Episode Seven, but it was also one of the things that I loved the most out of Episode Seven. Um, yeah, out of out of that year. Uh, how about you? Looking forward to Episode Eight. I'm. I think this is my most anticipated movie of 2017. It's just, I really liked episode seven. I like the, the characters. I love the characters. And yeah, episode eight obviously has Luke in it. That's going to make it even better. And <laughs> yeah. Don't I, I got to tell you, I hope it has Luke in it. I hope we don't have Ray pulling away in the Falcon with Luke going like, there is another. You know, I, I hope there's none of that. Um, yeah. Get off my island. Yeah, get off my island. Yeah, I hope I hope that he answers the call, and uh, and I hope we get to get to see him in action a little bit, too. I don't know. I, at least dispensing some wisdom of some sort, maybe. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, as I said, I'm a sucker for Star Wars. Ethan, what do you think of Rogue One? Uh, I thought it was good. Okay. Uh, I felt some of the characters weren't well under, weren't built correctly, mm-hmm. or didn't have enough information. But yeah, I really liked it. The, Great. Well, I won't spoil it. Oh yeah, don't yeah, spoil. Don't yeah, spoil don't it. tell them they all die. Yeah, um. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wasn't gonna wow. about that part. Oh, did I spoil? Spoiler alert. Um. I mean, it's been a month, guys. Come on. Um, yeah. So, well, we are we are short on the old time. So let me just run through these really quickly. Uh, airs that you mentioned TV. You're looking forward to the Santa Clara Diet on Netflix. What is that? The Santa uh, Clarita it's, Diet. Uh, new, it's a new show with Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant. Oh, okay. I'll watch. I'll watch anything Timothy Oliphant yeah. is in. Yeah. Uh, Deadwood. Um, Justified. Both awesome shows. Psych. Um, Ethan, I think you'll actually like this show. Uh, it, it turns out that um, Drew Barrymore plays Timothy Oliphant's wife, and they live in like this nice little picture-perfect suburb. But she is, um, she's winds up being an undead, and she has to feast on human flesh. And it's basically about how. Wow about how her family has to like help her like find people to eat and stuff like that and keep this all a secret. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's sort of, it's kind of a dark comedy. Um, and they, they kept, they kept it a secret, like what the twist was until just a couple weeks ago. Um, there, you can look, there's a trailer online now for it, and I think it actually looks pretty good. And it's just Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant are like, you know, they're what really attracted me to it. And then you add in this like dark level to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks pretty good. Well, I, so obviously the Santa Clara diet is, you know, her having to eat people. Eat people, yeah. What were you going to ask, Ethan? Have you guys been? Have you guys watched a series of unfortunate events on Netflix? No, is it any good? It's based on a kids' book, but yep. it's really good actually. I yeah. watch it with my family. Better than the Jim Carrey movie based on the book, I'm assuming. 
Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Um, I, I want to see it. I, next weekend when there's no football on, that's probably when I'll marathon it. Yeah. Just a couple of quick hits here that I, I think we're all agreeing that we're looking forward to. Iron Fist, The Defenders, Punishers, all coming to Netflix at some point this year. Um, you know, this is this is Marvel's TV universe happening on Netflix, the Netflix universe, if you will. And uh, I've I've been happy with everything they've put out. You know, I really enjoyed the second season of Daredevil. I really like the Luke Cage. Um, I'm really looking forward to Iron Fist. And, of course, anytime you get a bunch of superheroes together, it's great. Uh, and uh, and the big question mark with the defenders is is what villain is Sigourney Weaver playing? Oh, that's right, that's right. Sigourney Weaver's in this bad boy, isn't she? That's interesting. Um, also, in the Marvel camp is the Inhumans coming to ABC this September. That could be good, or it could go the you know. I, well, but it's supposed to be the Inhumans that we know from the comic. It's book. supposed to be Black Bolt you know, and Medusa. Black Bolt and, and his royal family. So oh wow! Okay, that's what's got me really. Yeah, intrigued. then it's not, it's not the Inhumans that are on Shield right now. Great. Well, then I've been um, color me intrigued for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely all and, over and, that. And it's premiering at on IMAX screens. They're taking the first two episodes and putting them together. They're shooting them in IMAX. Oh, nice. They're going to put them together as a movie and premiere it on IMAX screens two mm-hmm. to three weeks before they actually air on ABC. Well, really well, quick. Go ahead, to Ethan. Oh, I just said wow. Yeah. Uh, what is the alienist that's coming on TNT? Uh, the alienist is it's based on a Caleb Carr book that came out about... Oh, wow, 20 years ago. It's one of my favorite books. It is. Uh, it takes place in turn of the century New York. It's sort of like The Silence of the Lambs, um, but in that, that time period. And it's before, like, forensic uh, criminology, the, the, all, the profiling, all of that was a thing. So this is, um, you know kind of like the birth of that and trying to solve crimes and it's about uh these two guys trying to find a serial killer Mm -hmm. um and it's got like real historic like jp morgan is a character in it and teddy roosevelt was i believe the chief of police at the time in new york city he's a character in it the book is just amazing and this has been um another property that has been in development for ages, trying to make a movie out of it, never really got off the board, and now TNT is doing it as a TV show. And so I'm, I'm because I love the book so much, and I highly recommend people read the book if you like this kind of stuff, um, I'm really looking forward to the show. Um, so you got that. You've got American Gods coming to stars. We just did the uh, book club on that a couple of months ago, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I think that was a really good book, and I'm interested to see how they'll adapt that to TV. Um, and then Legion coming to FX, um, which is based which is, based in that X Men yeah based in that X Men universe, and uh, and and. You know, right out of the comics. I thought Legion was like the disease that they could get, though, but I guess it's not. No, Legion was, I think in the comics, isn't he like Charles Xavier's stepson or something like that? Again, I 
If bald headed Rod was in the chat, he could tell me. He is. He is. Legion is a character mm-hmm. in the X Men comics, right? Who yeah. is sort who has the potential to be the most powerful mutant. Mm-hmm. Well, you know uh, what? We'll but find. He's kind of crazy. At like, you know. It, yeah, I'm not entirely familiar yeah. with them. But. Well, we'll find out a little bit about this hopefully soon as um, we'll be having on a future episode of Geek Out Loud uh, before this air, before the pilot airs on uh, February 8th. We're going to try to have on Ember Mid-Thunder, who uh, plays the female lead in Legion. She plays Carrie oh, Loudermilk. Oh, wow. Yeah, plays Carrie Loudermilk. She, uh, starred, or she, she was in Hell or High Water with Jeff Bridges and Chris Pine. Um, Wait, what character? I love that movie. She played Vernon, Vernon Teller. I'm gonna have to look her. I'm gonna have yeah. to look her up. Go. And, I mean, Hell or High Water is on on demand right now. Mm-hmm. I can't recommend this movie enough. Fantastic movie. I one of my favorite movies of the year. Yeah, Amber Amber Mid Thunder is her name. She she was. I don't know if it was just a a, a small part or not, but uh, she was a uh, Vernon Teller. In other words, I guess she was a teller to bank. In Vernon. Okay. So, that's... Uh, that sounds doesn't, doesn't help me a lot, because there's a lot of banks in that movie. Sure. Well, this is the it's one about in... about bank robbers. Well, this is the one in Vernon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. But anyhow, she's playing the female lead in Legion, and, and we're going to um, hopefully have her on pretty soon. So Very cool. Yep, yep, yep. So... Uh, otherwise, coming to TV, I know Powerless is coming to NBC, which is like a DC universe with the people who don't have powers. It's a comedy kind of thing. Um, I think there's some interest in that. And uh, the only other thing TV-wise I'm kind of looking forward to, and, and Ethan, I don't know if you have anything to add to it, but I know that the Voltron series on Netflix, the second season, is up now, and I really enjoyed that first season Voltron? of Voltron they did. Yeah. That. Voltron is uh, robot lions that form one big giant robot to fight monsters in space. Wow. Yeah. Kind of like the Power Rangers, like how they form one big giant That's robot. Exactly you get, right. You, you get a theme here with Steve. Yeah, exactly right. But he likes little robots that form big giant robots. Right. The the Voltron. Nice. There was a series in the eighties that was Voltron. It was imported to America from Japan, and it was kind of you know it it tended to be the same thing over and over again. But there was some a little bit of chewiness to some of the stories. Um, this is a reboot of that, and it's really been a good show. So um, uh, the first the season, first, the first season was good. So the second season, the first is out. season is on Netflix yeah. right now. Yeah, and the second season is 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 out now too. Just came out. So I I, I got one, um, and I don't know when. It, it might be this year. It might be 2018. But they're doing Young Justice season three. Yes, and yes. I could not be more excited. I yep. loved Young Justice. I was so bummed when they canceled it. It's I think it's some of the best DC work mm-hmm. that they've ever done in terms of animated material. It's like right up there with the uh, the Batman adventures. Yeah, I've um, heard a lot of good stuff about it. Heard a lot of good stuff about it. But I am, and they just they handled all the characters right and. You know, in this day and age when everybody wants diversity, it's one of the most diverse uh, group of characters that they've had. They do really interesting things with the adult heroes, 
with the the teenage heroes it's a fantastic show and mm-hmm. i was thrilled to see that they're bringing it back so nice well ethan you got and, any and vanessa marshall plays black canary on it so. oh nice nice well ethan you got anything else buddy that you're looking forward to that we no, haven't mentioned I, I can't think of any i don't watch a lot of tv okay. shows i watch game shows i watch walking dead yeah well, Ethan, what do you think we're going to get in the the second season, the second half of the season of Walking Dead? Uh, you think we're going to see the first the heroes half, fight first, back? Let's be honest, first half was pretty boring. Mm. I don't think there's going to be any like serious war in the second half. <clears throat> I think there's going to be. There's going to be something in the season finale, but everything else will just be lead up. I think. Really, I want to We're see. Gonna... I want to see that tiger eat Negan. Is what I want to see. <laughs> oh, I don't like Negan at all, and I don't like that everyone just cow toes to him. I wish someone careful. would just. Oh. Careful, Ethan went as Negan for Halloween. Well, good on you, buddy. But I just i i don't like I don't like him at all. He made his own Lucille. Mm. Put a lot of time you, and effort like, into his costume. Do you not like the character? Do you think he's a good actor? Oh, or Jeffrey Dean Morgan is fantastic. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is no. I just I don't. He's such a villain. I want to see him die. It it comes down but to he's so good that you want to see him because you like him. No, but but. It, and, I mean, we could go off on a huge Walking Dead tangent here. The interesting thing about Negan, it though, is that he's not all that different from Rick. Right, right. Like, if, if we if the, if the show had started following Negan, then when Rick comes along, we'd see Rick as the bad guy. Maybe. But there isn't a lot that Negan has done that Rick hasn't done. Well, I don't know. But Negan Take- technically started it. Taking people's wives. Uh, no, Negan didn't technically. Rick technically started it. Yeah, Rick no, and then. Because remember in the season six mid-season finale when uh, those the biker gang came up to Daryl, Abraham, and Sasha. That started it, and they were going to kill them. And oh they yeah. Died because of Daryl's okay. consent. Right. Yeah. Right, but Rick. So Rick, Rick was. Is, but Rick was real quick to tell that one guy, he's like, you know, we'll go kill all these guys for you if you give us half your food. Which yeah, but, is not yeah. all that different from what Negan is is asking all these communities to do. Yeah, but except Rick wasn't threatening them with death. Like, Rick wasn't going to be like, and I'm going to kill you if you don't. And Rick wasn't like, and I'm going to take, no. and I'm going to take your women and make them my wives. And, okay, this is true. <laughs> and and he doesn't make people kneel when he walks through. I mean, I think Rick really, in his mind, has the best interest for his people, and he's not. I, he's yeah. just not as psychotic, I right? Guess, exactly, as Negan is. exactly. But I listen. I tell you who I like. I like old King Ezekiel or whatever his name is, and I want to see that tiger eat Negan. That's all there is to it. So. <laughs> Well, Ethan, buddy, thanks for joining us, man, uh, this time around. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you for inviting me back. Yes, sir. You're welcome. You're welcome anytime. Thanks, Ethan, and enjoy the movie tonight, and take a picture of your dad crying at the end. Nice. I know 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 he's going to. You'll see. All right. 
All right, Ethan, have a good one, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, guys. All Thanks right, man. Having me. All right, thank you, buddy. We'll Bye. see you. Bye. See you. All right. Well, that's your nephew, Ethan, Eric. He's awesome. As, I love him. As we get ready to close out here, um, I do I do want you to know, uh, this is uh, what I'm going out to is what we call a callback. <laughs> um, we are up to twenty six hundred and eight dollars at geekoutonline.com slash cure and I know we've got some other people looking into match donations as is what Penguin Random House is doing for you and um, that's exciting stuff and we want to thank everyone who's donated you can continue to donate geekoutonline.com slash cure if you're listening to this via the podcast we are uh, it's going to be open for the rest of the week and so you can go and help us hit that goal of $5,000 to support cure Erish thank you so much buddy for sitting in with me this afternoon Thank you, man. It's three years in a row. I am very honored to be part of this. It's a wonderful thing that you're doing. Great cause. Just happy to happy to help out and be part of it. Well, I appreciate it. I hope we're going to be able to talk to your uh, partner in crime from Mile High Tundra later on. Um, I, I hope so, too. I'll be listening. And you've got Teresa coming up next. We right? sure a little do. Disney vault a little talk. Disney Vault Talk coming up next. We're about... Right now, 20 minutes behind schedule. That's okay. Yeah, uh, yeah she's probably like, shut up already, guys. Yeah. It's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friend. Erish, thanks so much, buddy, and uh, we'll talk to you thanks, soon. Thanks, guys. See you. Happy Marathon Day. Yes, sir. And that's it here. Geekoutonline.com uh, slash Cure is where you can go to donate. Find out more about Cure at curechildhoodcancer.org. Now, if you want to email the shows at all, geekoutonline at gmail.com. Of course, the Twitter, at Geek Out Loud. We're at Goliverse for everything you need to know. If you want to follow us along for the schedule for the rest of the day, uh, you can follow us there. You can join the group, the Guardians of the Goliverse, over at Facebook.com. So uh, just come on over, join us, and get in on some of the discussion that's going on there. We thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you on the next Geek Out Loud. <laughs>